Antagonism in Nature 2 Intraspecific Conflict Antagonistic relationships are found not only between animals of different species, but also within species too. Intraspecific conflict occurs when the interests of an individual animal within a given species conflict. This happens when there are limited supplies of valuable resources. For example, some are better than others for finding food, shelter from elements, places to hide from predatory animals, or opportunities for attracting a mate. Conflicts occur frequently because animals of the same species have very similar requirements for their well-being, survival, and reproduction. Yet the demand for these resources exceeds what is available. Animals also compete with each other for access to mates, social status, food, and parental care. The conflict may be direct with animals fighting each other or indirect with animals competing without fighting each other directly. Both forms of competition can be harmful. Fighting can result in injury or death. Even if animals aren't directly harmed by others, they can be harmed by deprivation. Fighting over territory. Territoriality is a widespread cause of intraspecific conflict. It occurs when an individual animal defends a particular area, the territory, against intrusion by other animals and thereby maintains exclusive access to the resources within that territory. Those resources may include food or nesting sites. The territory might give them more access to mates. Animals use a variety of methods to demarcate and defend their territories. These methods include scent marking, where an animal marks her territory with strong smelling substances, visual marking, for example by clawing at trees or rubbing against them to leave fur deposits, and vocalizations such as bird calls or wolf howls. Sometimes, however, animals use force to defend their territories, and this means risking injury or even death for the defender or the intruder. Many species of birds are territorial, at least during the breeding season, and some will fight to defend their territory. These fights can be brutal, leaving one or both parties with painful injuries. Blackbirds are extremely territorial, with both male and females fighting to protect their territory. Bluebirds fight to defend their nesting sites from other bluebirds, as well as birds of other species, such as sparrows and worms. Intergroup violence is common among chimps. These conflicts have been compared to human wars due to their duration and the high levels of planning and coordination. Such conflicts usually center around control of a territory or the kidnapping of fertile females. Jane Goodall was the first scientist to witness war among chimpanzees. Big cats are frequently territorial. Tigers are generally solitary, maintaining individual territories. The size of these territories depends on many factors, such as the type of habitat, the density of animals to hunt, and the size, sex, and age of the tiger. Tigers will fight to maintain their territories against intruders. Generally, these fights result in the weaker individual submitting, though sometimes injury or death can result. Many species of ant are highly territorial. Honey ants are found in arid environments in North America, Australia, and Africa. 
They are known for their specialized workers called repletes. The repletes are fed by other workers and are used as living ladders, storing honey for the winter. Territorial conflicts with other colonies are often resolved by ritualized display fights. When one colony is significantly stronger than the other, however, it will raid the weaker colony, killing or driving away the queen, enslaving the workers, and capturing the honey-rich repletes to feed their own colony. In order to access the honey, the workers chew through the abdomen of the replete. Polygyny is a mating system in which a single male lives and mates exclusively with multiple females. The system has been observed in elephant seals, gorillas, baboons, and pheasants. Since the number of males and females in most species are approximately equal, polygynous mating systems lead to competition between males for access to females. Elephant seal males fight to control a beach and thereby have exclusive mating rights over the females in that territory. A successful male can have a harem of up to 100 females, while most males will not have a chance to mate at all. The fights between males can be brutal, especially when the males are evenly matched. Male zebras control harems of females and will fight other males who attempt to mate with them. These fights can be violent, with the males biting each other in the neck and head and attempting to bite the vital tendons in each other's hind legs. Stallions expand their harems by adducting mares from their birth harem once they have reached sexual maturity or by taking them from other males. If the captured female is already pregnant, the male will forcibly copulate with her until the fetus is either reabsorbed or miscarried. Studies of captive zebras show that abortion rates are three times higher when a new male is introduced to a herd containing pregnant females. Postnatal mortality of foals are four times higher in the presence of introduced males than in the presence of fathers. If the male is introduced into the herd immediately after conception, the chances of the foal surviving are less than 5%, rising about 50% if the male is introduced at the time of delivery. Male kangaroos fight for privileged access to females. These fights can be brutal, though serious injury is rare. Dominant males rarely maintain their status for longer than a year, and due to constant fighting, energy expenditure, and reduced feeding time, their physical condition worsens significantly, even to the point of death. Social status. In social animals, social status is important because a higher rank may mean better access to mates and resources like food and territory. Chimpanzees have been witnessed killing members of their own group over social status, mating rights, or in apparent political power struggles. In one case, Furoku, a previous member of his group before losing his closest ally and being driven out, attempted to rejoin his old group in order to find a mate. While some of the older chimps accepted Furoku back into the group, some of the younger males, perhaps displeased by having more competition for mates, didn't accept him and chased him away several times. Eventually, this subgroup attacked Furoku and killed him. His body was found with a multitude of serious injuries, including a severe bite wound on his foot, a large gash in his back, a ripped anus, and cracked ribs. 
After his death, the group continued to attack Fudoku's body with rocks and sticks and ate part of his flesh. Cannibalism and Infanticide Cannibalism is common in nature. It has been observed in around 1,300 species in a wide variety of social and ecological contexts. The cannibal benefits both from the extra nutrition and by eliminating a competitor. The victim, of course, loses his life. Cannibalism may be a factor in intraspecific disease transmission, at least in species that practice group cannibalism. This is called cannibalistic polyphenism, and it means that cannibals within the population are phenotypically distinct from the non-cannibals. This has been observed in the larval forms of tiger salamanders and several species of toads. In many cases, cannibalism is practiced on infants. In some cases, this allows the cannibal both to gain valuable nutrition and to eliminate the progeny of a rival. In other cases, it is a parent who kills and sometimes consumes their own children. Cannibalism has been observed in wild octopuses. The cannibal is generally around four to five times larger than the animal who is consumed. Octopuses engage in cannibalism even when other animals they usually prey upon, such as mussels, are nearby. This may be because octopus flesh has higher protein content per gram than the mussel fish, or because of the difficulty and energy expenditure involved in opening mussel shells. Many species of insects practice cannibalism. The common wasp turns to the cannibalism of larvae when the colony starts to break down, usually after the death of the queen. Killer hornets attack other colonies. They use their mandibles to decapitate their enemies. Once they have defeated the defenders, they enter their nest and eat the larvae within. Sexual cannibalism is common in insects and spiders. The below video shows a female praying mantis devouring a male while he continues to mate with her. Infanticide followed by cannibalism has been observed several times among chimps. Males have been witnessed killing and eating infants both within their own groups and those captured from rival groups. When a parent kills his or her own offspring, this is called filial infanticide. When they eat their offspring, this is called filial cannibalism. These behaviors have been observed in fishes, birds, rats, sloths, and beetles. It isn't always clear what causes parents to kill their own children. In some cases, it may be to cut their losses or recoup the energy expended in a bad investment. For example, if the infants are developing slowly, are sick, or if there isn't enough food for them all. The parent might be starving or otherwise stressed due to difficult environmental conditions. In some cases, parents kill their offspring in order to make themselves available for mating so they can try again for a better brood. Sibling Rivalry Whenever an animal has multiple offspring at once, there is a potential for sibling rivalry. Food and parental attention are limited. In situations where resources available aren't sufficient, either because of poor environmental conditions or the large size of the brood, siblings have to compete with each other for the resources they require. Sometimes this conflict is non-aggressive. For example, American robin chicks compete with each other for food by engaging in begging behavior, and the chicks who display the most intense begging behavior receive more food from their parents. 
It has been shown that this is not merely meant to communicate hunger, rather it is an attempt by the chick to receive more resources at the cost of leaving fewer resources for their nest mates or to reduce their parents' future reproductive potential. Though non-directly aggressive, such manipulative behavior has negative consequences for those nestmates who receive less food than they require, and for parents who may be driven to overexertion and increased exposure to predation in order to provide food for the begging chicks. Sibling rivalry can also be aggressive and can result in siblicide. Siblicide may be obligate or facultative. Obligate siblicide means that the larger sibling will kill the smaller one regardless of the level of resources available. Facultative siblicide, on the other hand, is conditional. It occurs when the resources available drop below a certain level. Siblicide is most frequently observed in birds. Nazca boobies are large seabirds and the chicks engage in obligate siblicide. The mother lays one or two eggs in each clutch. The mother lays one or two eggs in each clutch. The first chick is usually born around five days before the second and almost invariably kills the younger sibling by dragging him from the nest. Blue-footed boobies are facultatively siblicidal, with the older chick killing the younger in times of food shortage. Spotted hyenas also engage in facultative siblicide. Hyena cubs are born with their eyes open and with developed teeth and begin fighting each other shortly after birth. These fights can function to establish rank, but in times of intense food competition, they can result in death. The two strongest might join forces against the weakest, attacking her before she's even fully emerged from her amniotic sac. If they don't kill her directly, they limit her access to her mother's milk, eventually starving her to death. Intraspecific conflict arises whenever there is a conflict of interests among members of the same species. Individuals' interests conflict over territory, food, access to mates, social status, and the allocations of parental care. Whether these conflicts are openly aggressive or simply involve nonviolent competition over limited resources, the results are similar. Individual animals suffer from violence and deprivation. Those who are unable to secure a territory might not be killed directly by other members of their species, but without territory, they will struggle to find enough food. Those who lose out on competitions for mates may not be killed by stronger males, but they will be unable to breed and they will suffer from sexual frustration. Non-human animals find themselves struggling to survive from the very moment they are born. Among the grave dangers they face are those that come from animals within their own species. For animals of some species, even their parents and siblings can pose a threat. There is more information about the antagonistic relationships between males and females in Antagonism in Nature 3, Sexual Conflict.